You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the brand new Dream Design Podcast or the Designing Your Dreams Podcast, depending on how you look at it. So sorry that we are a little bit late today. We had some technical difficulties with the uh, tech, right? Because what kind of technical difficulties could you have that don't include tech? But I am so excited for my guest today, you guys. She's one of my own good friends. I have seen her do some incredible things um, in the coaching space. You know, she's definitely one of my own confidants and you guys are going to love her. I will be right back with Nancy English right after this. What's up, party people? I'm Amy Lee, your host, Dream Design Coach, and I have the incredible Nancy English with me today. You guys, she is a life coach. And the thing that's really cool about Nancy, and she's going to talk all about this, so feel free to chime in. Let us know where you're watching from. She is an ontological coach, which is so cool. It's such a cool distinction for life coaches, and I can't wait for her to tell you all about it. So, Without further ado, welcome, Nancy. How are you today? Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm so good. Larry's here. Hi, Larry. So tell us, what is an ontological coach? Like, what does that distinction mean? Well, let me start by saying what we are not, right? So we're not therapy because, you know, we're not a therapist because, you know, they diagnose mental illness, they treat mental illness, so... Definitely not a consultant because I'm not going to tell you what to do. Like most coaches are consultants. And from an ontological perspective, we partner together to kind of work through the breakthroughs and how you show up in the world and really where you want to be and break through all of those barriers to get there in partnership, not as coach client, more of a partnership. Okay. So it's, so it's kind of like you're on even ground. You're understanding that you work with the person, not for the person, and they don't work. They're, they're not being coached by you. They're being coached with you. Exactly. Thank you for that. I love that. Awesome. And so what made you decide to get into that? Have you always been a life coach or is this like kind of a new thing for you? Or tell me more about that. Well, I can tell you my little story. So in 2016, I was doing uh, real estate and I was just struggling. Like I went through all my savings, all my 401k, like everything. And I was just struggling so much to make money because I was used to, as in corporate America, I was used to making six figures, right? So I lived that way as well. So I was like, I mean, I was on food stamps. It was awful. I was trying to survive. 
And one day I was driving home from one of my brokerages and I, and I couldn't get it for sale by owner. I was like, this is crazy. And I'm telling you, there's a second there where I was like, I just want to drive off the bridge. Yeah. And I knew there at that point that there was something else I needed to do. And then obviously I got, you know, went to therapy obviously and got some, got on some meds because, you know, I was suicidal. I just, I couldn't handle it. But I started working with this coach and within eight months after going through all that, I was off all my meds. I was crying after three years. I, I um, started making really good money. Like everything changed because I got rid of all the, you know, all the breakthroughs and yeah, it was great. And then she's like, can you be a great coach? And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. So then I went to the coaching training program and there I am today, two years later. I love that. And so you, so you went from, so you're still doing real estate though. Yeah, I do some real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I do multifamily investment. Yeah. So do you find that the the pace of real estate is different from the pace of life coaching? Well, I think that the concept about, you know, getting investors or getting clients are kind of the same when you're a business owner, you know, you put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. But with real estate right now here in Florida, at least, you know, it's so hopping that it's, it's just, it's crazy. I don't know if they're necessarily the same, but like in coaching, you know, you, you have freedom, right? To make your own hours, to coach who you want to coach, you know, work as hard or as less as you want. In real estate, you can kind of work as hard or as less as you want, but you have to kind of work 24 seven. Mm-hmm. You really want to make six figures or more. So yeah, my different- mom is a real estate agent. And I remember growing up, like sometimes she'd be like, I have to go write an offer. I'm like, right, like right now, like we're, <laughs> we're, we're at the mall, like we're shopping. And she's like, I know, but I have to like, and I'm like, I remember going and putting in like MLS listings with her with that big long piece of paper that you have to like fill out. You know the one I'm talking about? It's like this long and you have to like do all the things. Yeah. So so you're absolutely right. It it and so my I didn't mean to cut you off either, but this kind of like rolls into my next question, which is in 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 your business, like, and I ask everybody this, but like in your business, like you know that we always talk about dream design, right? Like designing your dream business, your dream life. So what were some deal breakers of things that could not exist in this new thing that you created? And what were some things that you were like, this absolutely has to be part of it? From a coaching business, like I could absolutely not. um, I think there's some certain criteria with age range. I can't, I don't really want to coach anybody that's younger than 18, but um, I like guess why, why wouldn't you want to? Oh my God. Because I mean, I, there's a lot of, you know, the minds of a child has not grown, I guess, until you're like 24. So there's like some psychological thing. So, I, you know, right. No, I was just being funny. I was trying yeah. to be my best Valley girl. <laughs> but some of the things that I will do, right. I love to coach people that have like emotional people. Mm-hmm. They're my favorite. You know, like people that are all in their emotions. So they're the ones that are probably my most favorite. Mm-hmm. They have the biggest breakthroughs because they have more of the willingness than somebody that's really hard and not connected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. 
No, you did. You totally did. There are no right or wrong answers. This is all about you. And this is so people can get a snap. Well, first of all, it's one thing. It's so people can see different kinds of jobs and things that people create for themselves. And not everybody has to go sit behind a desk unless, of course, you want to do that. Right. But it's a good way for people to see what's available out there and to see the different kinds of people that do the things that they do and where they came from. So that's part of it. But also it's also kind of like, you know, kind of a little survey for people to see if you might even be someone that they want to work with, right? And I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that some people after watching this are going to grab you and say, oh my gosh, I want you to be on my show. I want, you know, so so it, it serves a lot of purposes having guests on this show for sure. Um, and then somebody just hearted that. And that being said, what do you think has been your biggest challenge as you transitioned from corporate America to your own dream business? Well, I think the biggest challenge is putting yourself out there, right? Mm -hmm. Because in corporate America, you had a job to do. People relied on you. I did it for 30 years. It was great. People came to me for the answer. And so with coaching, you know that, like, you have to really find your niche and you have to put yourself out there. And sometimes your mind already has planned what it thinks is going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to want to talk to me. You know, I'm not good enough. So you have to really go through some of your own breakthroughs around that mm -hmm. before you can really get in tune to who you really are being. So I love that you brought that up. And if it's okay, I'd like to dig a little deeper on that and maybe just kind of bring out some of that vulnerability because I think a lot of people could benefit from this. So my question to you is, do, do you feel like I think a lot of people have this misconception as coaches that we have to have it all figured out to be able to help somebody else. Right. Like we have to know everything. And so I'm just curious, you know, you don't have to give me examples, but do you feel like even at your level and doing the work that you do, do you feel like you still have your own personal things that you work through and professional and personal development still? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about relationships. I mean, obviously, we can think of the pink elephant in the room, what's behind me. Oh, we're going to talk I, about that. Yeah, so I think relationships, I mean, I certainly coach people on relationships, but it's more about who they're being mm -hmm. with the relationship. I mean, most people show up the same. Mm -hmm. So relationship, romantic relationship probably is the one that stumps me all the time if I want to coach somebody that's going through relationship issues. But it's really just about how you're showing up. And I think that if people really, really kind of get in tune with themselves, they'll realize that you're showing up the same in every relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So tell us about your lovely mirror. I know why it's there and I know what it's for, but I want you to kind of walk us through some of the things that people, hi, Sheena, um, some of the things that people, you know, might not know about you or things you want to share. I would, I would love for you to take us on a, a little field trip of Nancy. That would be awesome. Sure. Well, obviously, I belong to the Alphabet Mafia, LGBTQIA now. Yeah, you talked about the other day. I was like, wait, what? I'm sure there's another alphabet at the end of it. Obviously, if you look at the background. So this was a mural that I put up um, because we were going through the relationship module in my leadership training. So I am training coaches to go through and be an ontological coach like myself. So this is just something to show what I believe relationships and romantic relationships represent for me. And obviously it's same sex, as you can see, girl and girl, girls everywhere. 
So that is my thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that all? Well, I mean, <laughs> you're going to get vulnerable. What do you want to know? No, I just mean, I didn't know if you were going to tell us about more of it or, or you well, know, there's a lot of different pictures. I didn't know if you were going to, because you just pointed at the one with the girls in the bed, but. So well, you, this so you want to get, you want to get married, right? Like you. Oh you yeah, I definitely want to get married. See, marry. I'm trying to go the other way. Marry her. I'm grateful. Like love is love. Mm -hmm. Like the two chicks in the bed. You know, this is all representation of like mm -hmm. what I am creating. What I'm, we did my dream board, right? Like, so mm -hmm. what I'm creating mm -hmm. for her to come into my life is this is just a small representation of what I'm manifesting. So ladies, Nancy's single. So if you're interested and you're awesome, just know that you have to go through me first because like I said, we're good friends. So anybody who, who, who's interested, you're, you're going to get the Amy Lee test just so you're aware. Um, that's so good. I love it. So, so I mean, I, I, I never want anyone to feel like it's all about something, but do you feel like, do, do you feel like being a person who is, as you said, the, the alphabet mafia, because I'll mess up the letters if I try, LG, all the other things. It's like pi now, right? Like remember pi was just 3.14 and now it's like 3.1456, blah, 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 blah. Like it's like, it's just going to be the whole alphabet eventually. But um, as, as you know, has that been something that you've struggled with in in your business or is it something that you feel like at this point is just kind of, there well i think that we've come a long way i mean i didn't come out until i was in my 30s so mm -hmm. let's hope for you okay um yeah so i think you know it's, i think what i see now which i don't necessarily understand a lot about which is um people that are they them or non-binary like i don't really understand that now mm -hmm. um I don't, and also I don't like to put labels, but at the end of the day, like I'm definitely a lesbian. So I'm okay and I'm confident with that. So there's a lot of struggle, like people and kids are going through transitions so early now and mm -hmm. like before they even hit puberty really. So there's a lot of struggle there. Mm -hmm. and, and where I really feel like empathetic is like the parents that are going through that and really making those decisions that's got to be really hard to not know if it's, you know, like if it's okay. Mm -hmm. So really to kind of, I mean, your, your kids are growing up, so you don't know what's going to happen. That's got to be really hard to. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I will, I'll be completely vulnerable. I think that, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, if, if the thought of one of my kids being something different, probably would have upset me to the point where I would have worried about them and the way that society would have treated them and how hard their life would have been. I don't feel that anymore. I have teenage stepdaughters who are very, you know, curious. Sorry, girls, if I'm calling you out. Um, and, and I'm like, you know, that there's enough acceptance in this world at this point where I, I don't have that, oh gosh, you know, that's a mother's worst fear thing because I feel like there's so much acceptance about that now. You know, it's so mainstream and there are so many people that are living that lifestyle that I don't necessarily, I mean, obviously in certain pockets, it's not that way, 
but I would hope that if my children were of a certain orientation, they wouldn't go seek out those places to hang out, right? It's like, I'm Jewish and I'm not going to go hang out in, you know, a city full of Palestinians because I'll probably get murdered, right? Like it's, it's nothing, it, you know, it's like, there's a safety aspect of that. So I, I definitely think that that has, has changed a lot. But, you know, it's interesting to say that, too, because you and I were having this discussion and, you know, I'll, I'll completely out myself on this part in the pun where, you know, you were like, well, you know, you can put that you're an ally on your stuff. And I'm like, I could. But then I'm implying that anybody has a right not to be an ally. Like, remember, I sent you that one screenshot where I was in that group and the lady's like, I'm looking for a coach who is an ally for, you know, people who are alphabet mafia. And I'm like, how could anybody not want to work with someone? Because like that, like, it doesn't make sense to me. So I feel, and this is just my opinion, but I feel like when you say, I accept this, you're implying that there's an adverse to that. And I just don't think that that's, I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm never one to force anybody to do anything, but behavior wise, I think everybody needs to treat everybody like a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just had a download around, um, you know how you go to the like Disney and everybody's wearing those costumes mm -hmm. so as, as a person that has grown through a lot of diversity. Um, mm -hmm. I felt like I was living in those, in that costume. And when I took it off, I felt great. Like I'm very confident in who I am, mm -hmm. but not everybody is. And mm -hmm. it can be a very scary, lonely place, especially when you're confused about like, I, I thought, I, I thought it was, I didn't realize I was a lesbian until I was 34. Like, I thought everybody wanted their best friend to spend the night. Like, I didn't know that that was not really, like, I didn't know everybody didn't think that. Like, so, you know, I just wasn't educated. I didn't really, I wasn't really a lot around a lot of gay and lesbian people. And so, and I, I just grew up in a lot of straight world. And it's, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. It can get very lonely and depressing. And let's not, you know. And right, and, and you know, full disclosure, you're a little bit older than me, so you grew up in a different time, yeah. right? But nowadays, I mean, everybody in school, you know, kids growing up, and they're having, they're transitioning sooner. They're, they're they know who they are. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's kind of nice to watch, but I'm sure there's a there's a whole another world that I'm not seeing mm -hmm. that is not so safe. So, yeah. you know, we can just, you know, just acknowledge that for a second. We're not saying that you know, we all live in rainbows and unicorns. Right. Literally. There as well. <laughs> yeah, no, there are countries where it's not safe to be, you know, different. Yeah. Um, there, there, are, there are entire cultures and countries. There are still people that are going through conversion therapy and all these things. And, and you know, it, it it's we'd be remiss if we didn't acknowledge that that existed. But at the same time, I, I personally vote for a society where we don't have to acknowledge that we're going to be good humans. You know what I mean? Like I want that to be the norm. Right. And, and then if you want to say anti that, then that's on you and good luck, you know, being a terrible person. But I don't think, I, and that's just my opinion. And, and, you know, we can argue about that later, but, um, but that being said, y'all, I am very much an ally. 
I love Nancy to pieces and I send her pictures of hot girls sometimes that I think that, you know, I, I have this, I have this vision of who her, her soulmate is and full disclosure. She was one of my clients. So, she, you know, I had her do some exercises and, and she, you know, she definitely, um, she's a good catch. Just saying. So what else do I want to ask you? I like, I ask you questions all day. Like we text back and forth all day. So it's like, okay, hold on. We're in front of an audience now. So what else do I want to ask you? Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about relationships, right? Let's yeah, let's do it. Right. So, so one thing I, that I realized recently is that no matter where we, no matter what relationship, whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship, like we show up the same, like we have these same expectations. And one thing I learned about myself recently is I never really asked the other person like what their needs are. Like we we text back, con text each other constantly, right? What if that wasn't what you wanted, and then one day you just dropped off, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm really starting to learn about like how you show up. So how do you think you show up in relationships? Me? Yeah. I think I'm very anticipatory of people's needs, but I think I do it from a perspective that I don't want confrontation. Like I, I know what it's like when you have that threshold between when a person like likes you and when they don't anymore. And it's happened to me a lot because of my human design, right? Like I'm a five one. So people think I'm like the bee's knees. They project all this incredibility onto me. And then as soon as I start to look like a human, that's when they turn and then it becomes like a, like a demonization. You know what I mean? So um, I think that for me, I'm just always on my toes trying to make sure that doesn't happen. And so that's a very, you know, highly sensitive, anticipatory place to live. Yeah. It sounds exhausting. Oh, it is. That's yes. I'm getting better. I mean, I definitely, there are certain people that I used to care what they thought. And now I'm like, okay, wait, I don't actually respect you. So I don't really care what you think, but I've come a long way since then, you know? And I think for you, I mean, just from my experience, I think you're very much the same way where you're very anticipatory of somebody's needs too. Maybe not necessarily for the same reason, but, um, but would you say that that's an accurate statement? Yeah, I think for me, I like to show up the same with people, with relationships and friends. And um, when I, the thing that gets me is when they change it, like the relationship changes out of the blue. And then I think, well, I'm a great friend. Why are they changing it? Like, mm -hmm. why haven't they called or text or they, they haven't like, you know, a couple days have gone by, like what's going on? So that's where I realized like I show up the same, like I want, if we're texting every day and then you don't text me, like what's going on. And and on the other side of that, like you'll text me and I'll be like doing something or I'm in the clubhouse or I'm, or like you, oh, that one day you sent me a voice message and I was like, okay, I can't listen to this yet. But because I couldn't listen to it, I felt like I couldn't comment because I couldn't, whatever I was going to say should have been about the first thing. And I couldn't do that yet. So it was like halfway through the day and you're like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, no, like, oh my God, I was going to get to it. And like, I just, like, it was like two minutes and I was going to do it. And like, but it's so true because, you know, you get to this place where you're like, oh my God, like, and you're thinking, or like when people are typing and that you get the dots and then they back up, 
Like you ever had someone leave you like where they like were gonna type to you and then they went and did something and you think they're writing this paragraph and then it never comes through? Or they do write the paragraph. Oh, I'll tell you what, I've I've made I've made my husband read paragraphs before. Like, okay, just tell me the like the, so my new thing is that someone will, you know, try to like vent to me about something someone did and they'll try to read me the exact information. And I can't do that anymore. Like energetically, I'm too connected to whoever that is. And I will just hate them for you. So like, you just got to give me like the bait. Like I can't even, you know, um, my husband will tell me like what, you know, texts from his ex-wife. And I'm like, just give me, just don't, I don't want to read it. I don't want to feel the energy of it. I just want you to give me, you know, she did, she's not going to let you get the girls this weekend or, you know, she's mad about whatever. Like I can handle it from like a, empirical perspective but i don't want to get into the like minutiae of the energy it's like watching the news mm -hmm. yeah, don't don't but don't we as humans like we collect evidence when we're in our friendship like they didn't text me or mm -hmm. you know i think they're mad at me and mm -hmm. we just go into this like evidence collecting mm -hmm. we just use it like they don't like me look at all the stuff or we do the opposite like i did this this and this for this person but they're not like mm -hmm. you know loving me back yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then we get resentful, right? And it's like, okay, are you only doing that because you want a response from them or are you doing it because you love them? And so then we get into this codependent relationship, and not you and me by the way, but where all of a sudden <laughs> no, where all of a sudden it's like, well, wait, you didn't reciprocate. Well, did I need to reciprocate or were you doing it because you wanted to give me the love? Right. And that's where it gets kind of tricky. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody just wants love, right? Mm -hmm. Self-love, love from others, mm -hmm. and just acceptance. Yeah, I completely agree. Okay, so, I have a question now. So, okay. so walk me through this ontological thing. Like somebody wanted to sign up with you and they've never worked with an ontological coach or a life coach for that matter. Kind of give me like some idea of like what kind of things you might work on with them. So the best thing to do is book a call with me and go through like, what, what do they want to do for the next 12 months? Like, where do they want to see their self in the next 12 months? And we go through and we do a little bit of breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just an example, people do all these new year's resolutions. I want to lose weight or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So the reason why we don't succeed in those is because of our limited beliefs, right? After a while, we start letting our limited beliefs come in. And so we really just work together to break those up and create from a different place of possibilities. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of beautiful to watch. I love that. So is there like a, like a website or something where people could like, like how no, do they you message me? My website isn't completely done yet. So if they want to message you to get to me or they can message me on Facebook. You're going to probably comment on this thread and stuff. And yeah. okay. Yeah. So if any of you guys have specific questions for Nancy, you guys know she'll be in the after party in the group later. So if you have private questions you want to ask without a giant audience, um, she's going to get her own thread in there and she can answer whatever about whatever. Um, but if you are not in the group, you're more than welcome to join us. It's called Dream Building Entrepreneurs. And that is where all the magic happens. So you can get her in there as well. So what would be, because we're kind of getting to time, what would be, a P oh, and if you guys have questions that you want to ask in public, by all means, drop them in the comments. 
what would be a piece of advice you would have for the audience, either about relationships or just about life in general that you want to impart to, to the folks watching? We have quite a few people watching, by the way. Okay. I would say that if you're stuck right now in what you're doing, whether it's your relationships, your career, physical, emotional, mental, whatever it is that you're stuck with, hire a coach. Like, whether it's me or Amy Lee or bless you, my child, bless you. Whether it's one of us, like hire a coach. Like most coaches will do a complimentary session. Like listen to a bunch of them and figure out who you connect with. Like it would be a shame to not go through life, to go through life in the same spot. Uh-oh, some energy is moving. I don't know. I always sneeze on these. I don't sneeze all day, but then I have to sneeze every time I go live. Or I scratch my nose, too. That's another one. It's ridiculous. I, I've, I don't seen, I've seen you yawn a few times in the other one. I did not yawn. Not today. Oh. I've seen your energy move where you yawn. Oh, it's so funny. She's like, she's texting me, and she's like, I'm going to know if you're bored. <laughs> it's like, I'm not bored, Nance. You and me could talk like all day long. I told Will this morning, I was putting my makeup on. I'm like, I have Nancy on the show today. He's like, are you guys going to actually talk or are you just going to sit there and giggle? <laughs> I think we should do a little uh, competition to see who on this call will can guess how long we've known each other. Oh, yeah, we can totally do that. Yeah, throw it in the comments. How long do you think Nancy and I have known each other? And bonus genius point, how did we meet? That's the other one. So how did we meet? And how long do we know each other? And there was something else I was going to say. Oh, this this lady right here, okay, it's her fault that I downloaded TikTok and spent like ridiculous amount of hours on it. But here's what's funny. So, you know, I'm an Instagram girl, right? And I do reels. And she's always like, is this from TikTok? No, it's not from TikTok. I don't go on TikTok anymore because if I go on TikTok, I won't get anything else done. But every time without fail, I'll send her a video and be like, what do you think of this? And she goes, is that from TikTok? Because <laughs> you're dancing, sort of. I am not wow. dancing. Not dancing. Let me take that back. You got words going on all over. So they do that. I know. And can I just tell you, it was such, it was, it was such like one of me and my, one of my friends used to make fun of, um, the words thing all the time. And then I had to tell her, I'm like, I'm going to do the words. Cause I looked at it from the perspective. It's like, you've got a whiteboard in front of you. Like you've got real estate space to promote yourself. Like, of course you're going to use the screen, but I had to get there. Right. So to all the people who've been doing the pointy thing and all that, and I made fun of you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I think that was out of order, but whatever. There was Ho'oponopono in there. So Sheila says six months and clubhouse. Okay, hold on. I don't actually, mm -hmm, I know not clubhouse, but I don't know how, do you know? Put it in the I private do. chat. I do. I, I calculated it this morning. Oh, we'll put it in the private chat so I can see it. Okay. So no, that's wrong. What else you guys got? Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. Cool. Was that poker facey enough that no one could tell what it was? Mm. I mean, I guess there's really Is Clubhouse mm -hmm. been around six months? Yeah. No. No. Nope. We're on different channels on TikTok. No, we're not. Not thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I 
love it. And that's the other it. thing. So like I, I've asked lots of questions, right? Because I'm learning about all the different terminologies for lesbians and, and gays and all these things because it's not something I know. And I'm all about anthropology, you guys. Like I love to learn about different cultures. So she'll send me these videos of like, the difference between this kind of lesbian and that kind of lesbian. And I'm like, I don't understand. And she's like, how do you not understand? Because it's not my language. It's like, you're sending me Greek. I don't get it. So yeah, she'll send me, she'll send me these videos and she's like, oh no. She's like, TikTok and then there's lesbian TikTok. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's a, a whole new world. It's better than all the dating sites I've ever been on in my life. Which is so funny too, because like I used to watch the L word, but like, they didn't talk about any of that stuff on there. I didn't learn any of those words. I didn't learn any of that. Like I watched every single episode. And by the way, I still am not mad at whoever killed Jenny. Cause yeah. Okay. But um, the new one starts soon. Yeah. I Okay. So the same thing happened with army wives. They tried to do like a new generation. I am like a purist. I need the original of the original. Like I don't I don't do these like knockoff. Oh, we're new and it's different. No, I don't care. I don't know you. I don't want to know you. I'm the girl that like hates whoever the new doctor is on Doctor Who and then it takes me like until they're finally like not the doctor anymore for me to like okay, yeah, I guess they're okay. And then like when they're actually gone, I'm like he was way better. Yeah, I think the Doctor Who's yours your generation. I didn't watch that. Why is that my generation? It was from like the 50s. Hmm? It was from like the 50s. Well, I mean, now they have a Doctor Who, right? I don't think no. so anymore. Okay. I don't know. I don't think, I, 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 I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time, but we, we actually named our dogs after that. Sheila's generation, see? And yes, yeah. I had to be right. I had to be right. Hmm. Yes, the wonderful, I have to be right. That's me. I think we're both righteous. Hmm. That's me. I have to be right, Amy Lee. So no one else guessed, huh? No, Should no we tell them? No. Okay. We'll wait and see if somebody comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So any, you guys can still comment all day. We'll give the prize. I don't know what we'll give, but we'll give something. So what is a, um, what's a parting thing that you want to share with the audience? So we don't just sit here and banter. Um, anything it, it, you can create and you know, this, you can create whatever life you want from a place of possibilities. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe in possibilities for yourself, then call me. We'll break through that. But like at the end of the day, whether you're manifesting or you believe in possibilities or you're designing your dreams, whatever it is, it's all possible. And it's right there. So and don't let it I'm being called to ask this question. So I'm sure. being brave, but it's it's here. What advice would you have for any alphabet mafia people who are not yet out who feel uncomfortable being themselves what would you say to them about that and and kind of you know what they could do or how you could help them well first of all i would probably normalize it it's all normal to be scared and it's all normal to feel different and not understand mm -hmm. and kind of get them in a place of like really being vulnerable and then um 
asking them what they want to create and just kind of breaking through some of their limited beliefs because that's what's stopping them, you know, that whether they believe that people are going to abandon them or their parents are going to be mad or, or all things we make up and it's not real and it might, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't, but like you're worth taking a chance and getting out of your comfort zone. You're totally worth it. Mm -hmm. And what, what, you know, thinking about what's on the other side of that. Freedom, peace, love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lots of gooey stuff. Yeah. Had to go there, didn't you, Nance? Had to go there with the goo. How come you don't put, I, I want to ask you a question. Why don't you all do your card readings anymore? Oh, I do. Them? I've just been super busy. Like, honestly, I mean, I still have them all right here. Why, do you want me to pull one for you? Sure, let's do it. All right. Mm, well, we're on the moon, right? So let's do some moonology. Why do I not pull cards anymore? Why do I have five kids and kittens? Now I have kittens? Like, what? I love that. Oh, that one's a different color blue. Uh, that one's sticking out to me. All right. You got your question? Because this already picked itself. Yep, got it. Okay. A new start is coming. New moon. Wow. I don't think I've ever pulled the card that was the actual thing. All right, hold on. New moon. It just says new moon. It's not new moon in something. Which is interesting. Oh, come on. Don't be in order or anything, guys. Special moon cards. Ugh. Maybe I'll have to text it to you because I'm taking too long. Hold on, let me try one more. You're thing. good. Oh, here we go. All right. All right. There is a yes coming your way. This is one of the most auspicious cards in the deck. It's totally positive and suggests something new and exciting is developing. The situation you're asking about is blessed and you are on target to achieve your goals. The message from the universe is that you're starting all over again in some way, be that on a new or better course or just feeling more positive about achieving your desired outcome. If you've been feeling stagnant, this card reminds you that life goes in cycles and you're moving into a new cycle now. This is the time to wipe the slate clean. If the situation you asked about has become toxic, either that will clear up or something totally new and fresh is on its way. Attuned to the moon. I'll see it when I believe it. Perfect. The source is with me today. I feel like that's something that I've been saying to you for a while, but it's fine. It's fine when source says that you believe it, but when I say it. <laughs> You're my biggest fan. You know, I love you to death. I don't know. That one's pretty big, but yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, as much as I would love to sit here and chat with you all day, I'm sure the audience has things to do, people to see, places to go. So Nancy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being brave and stepping out of your shell and getting out here, you guys. She's available for coaching. She's available to write articles. Wink, wink, Veronica. She's available for podcasts, all that good stuff. She's an incredible coach and she doesn't give herself enough credit for how truly powerful she is. So thank you, Nancy, so much for being here. We love you. And I look forward to having you on the show again. Sheila says, great call, ladies. Yay. Bye. Bye. 
You guys, that'll do it for another week here on the Dream Design Podcast. Until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste.